You're listening to Spice Radio, 1200 AM. This is The Morning Buzz, and we are speaking to Ginny Sims, who is running to be the mayor of Surrey with Surrey Forward. Ginny, thank you so much for joining us this morning. Oh, it's a great pleasure. So, of course, we are literally just a couple days away from the election. I want to know, since you've been out there campaigning, what are some of the issues that you are hearing from uh, residents of Surrey? One of the... You know, the most important issue that comes up in every household, even the schools I've been to, are are around housing. Uh, People are really worried about their ability to buy a house because house prices have got so high. They're worried about the fact that many of them uh, that found the rent for their basement suites have almost doubled over the last couple of years. Uh, They're worried about their children being able to buy a house in the future. And they're worried about the mortgage rates going up and their payments going up. And they're worried about the amount of money they're spending on transportation. So they want more public transit. They want more childcare. And, of course, they want to feel safe and secure in their communities. Uh, In Surrey, they're talking about the bad state of our roads, especially in Newton, uh, which are full of potholes because regular maintenance hasn't been done over the last four years. So for people, the main issues is around transport uh, affordability. But one of the key things for people in Surrey that comes up on almost every doorstep is the fact they feel things are not fair in Surrey, that everybody doesn't get fair treatment, whether it's individuals or whether it's parts of the city. And the other thing is they've had a mayor for the last four years and uh, a council member, Brenda Locke, who spent four years fighting, uh, at least three years fighting, over the color of the police uniforms and have done very little else in the way of infrastructure builds or providing uh, support for families or repairing the roads or any major project that would make us into more of a city. They are worried that they're becoming more like a residential place where there are no facilities for people to enjoy. We need more rec centers. We need more senior centers. We need more child care. We need some fine arts centers, too. We actually have so little in Surrey, and yet we're the second largest city. So they're feeling abandoned by their local government, and they want to elect a mayor who can take them forward. Mm -hmm. And let's talk a little bit more about affordable housing now. If people were to elect you, how would you address this issue? Because like you said, Surrey is growing so fast. There's so many young families that are moving there. So what are some steps you would take to help address the issue of affordable housing? Well, number one, there are some tools, few tools in the hands of a municipal government. One of the things that uh, drives up the prices is the lack of supply. So our commitment is that in the first two years, we will double the number of permits for both rental and uh, for people to buy homes. And also that out of that supply that we're doubling, we will make sure up to 25% are affordable homes for low and middle income and uh, for uh, supportive housing. I was looking at the numbers over the last number of years where Vancouver built 21% affordable housing for rental and to buy for low and middle income and supportive housing with non-profit, Surrey built 2%. The focus has not been there. Most people working today, even your police officers, even your teachers, healthcare workers, 
cannot afford to enter the market for these uh, at these market level prices. So we actually have to look at building more affordable homes, and the way to do that is to work with the developers to give them more density or height and get affordable housing in exchange. But also the provincial government has over $9 billion in order to uh, build more affordable housing. They just need a partner who can work with them and make it happen. And uh, David Eby has put out a very uh, ambitious and a very comprehensive plan. And uh, I can tell you I would be working with him round the clock to make sure Surrey got more of its share of those resources so we can build up our supply of affordable rental and affordable housing. Ginny, I want to talk about entertainment in Surrey. So I know you made a promise of building a new entertainment district within the area of Tom Binney Park, the location of the BC Lions Training Hub next to Wally Athletic Park and Chucky Bailey Recreation Centre. How would this stadium be different compared to the ones we already have, like BC Place and Rogers Arena? This is a very small stadium. It will only see 10,000. It's going to be for folk. Uh, the focus is going to be uh, soccer. We have two leagues already looking at it. Uh, sorry, a league looking at it, a Premier League, and they are looking for a venue where they can host uh, a women's team as well as a men's team. Uh, so much soccer is played in Surrey. I think it would be a wonderful facility. The World Cup is going to be played there in the Lower Mainland in Vancouver in 2026. And this stadium will be built by that time so that it would become one of the venues for exhibition games or warm-ups or practices, all of those kind of things. But it's a a facility that will be well used. Uh, Right now in Surrey, we have to go out for anything. We have very few things that will actually bring people in. And we've also announced in the same district area uh, a standalone uh, performing theater, which we need right now. We go to Abbotsford, we go to Langley, we go to Vancouver, because we don't have a standalone facility. And this is going to be built with the Surrey Development Corporation being reincorporated and working with developers. So it does not put the Surrey at risk financially. And we have people who are interested in working on these projects and building these. And I would not have announced them if we had had those commitments. Mm-hmm. Now, Ginny, of course, something that is going on this week, I'm sure you're well aware, it's Homelessness Action Week. So there's a lot of conversations on addressing the homelessness crisis. What would Surrey Forward do on this topic? Well, we know that uh, housing, having a home, is a, is a right, is a human right. And we have a lot of work to do in this area. So number one, work with the nonprofits to build more supportive housing. Number two, to work with the provincial government to bring more investments in so we can build homes and provide wraparound service for those who are on the streets. Uh, it's not just about providing a roof over your head. That's the most important thing, to provide somebody with some stability so that they they can get support for either their addiction or if they have mental health issues. Uh, Housing is very, very important, and we have to make a concerted effort. That's why my commitment is built to build up to 25% of the supply that we're going to be approving, which is going to be doubled, would be in the affordable housing 
going right down to low income and uh, supportive housing. Uh, I have noticed there has been an increase in shootings and random attacks. What are some steps that can be taken to focus on security and safety? Well, we're the only uh, party that has been talking about safety and security. Almost everybody else, well, everybody else has been focused on the color of the uniform. I think the people who live in Surrey, they don't give two hoots what color uniform people are wearing when I meet them on the street. The only thing they worry about, their kids being safe, their homes being safe, their businesses being safe, and they want to feel safe when they go to get the mail from their mailbox. That's the kind of safety they're looking for. So my, our plan is to suspend the transition and focus in on security and safety, and let's start tackling uh, safety. We have a public safety charter, the only party to put forward a public safety charter, where we will start tackling uh, small crime, uh, small criminals who are doing petty crime that then become life lifers for crime. And we've got to do that interruption at a very, very early age. And uh, we have a plan for that. And I think the charter is an ideal tool to give over to the police and say, okay, these are the expectations, and how are you going to meet these targets? In the same way, uh, we've got to get more creative. We can't keep doing the same things when it comes to gangs and shooting. There is no simple sweet pill we can give everybody. It's a multifaceted approach. One thing I think we have to try, we know cannabis is legal. I opposed it being legalized, but it is legal now. It's being sold in Langley, it's being sold in New Westminster, it's being sold in White Rock. So, what is still going on in Surrey? They are still entry-level. Our kids are being recruited into selling marijuana because people can't buy it in Surrey. And that's how they get into the gangs, and they get that corrupted supply. And then they have these fights over territory. And the current council has allowed that to happen and to keep going. Now, these shops have to be regulated, absolutely. So for safety and security, we also want to talk to the police about how other steps we as a community and the police can be taking to drive the gangs out of Surrey, to drive that element out of Surrey and keep our kids safe. Every one of us who lives in Surrey, I'm certainly one of them, we've had either family or friends who lost a loved one. And uh, it doesn't matter that they were involved or not involved uh, in gang life, but when a mother loses a child, it hurts. Mm -hmm. And uh, every parent lives in fear that uh, how long do they have to stay up to make sure their kids are home safe. That's very, very common. So we have a plan, we have a charter to address three elements that need to be addressed immediately, and we plan to have a report card on that every six months. So from the police to council, back to the public. And this would be done through the police board. Ginny, I want to thank you so much for your time. We really appreciate it. One more thing I wanted to ask you is we know when we look at municipal elections in particular, they don't tend to have the highest voter turnout. So what's your message for people to getting them to go out there and vote? This election is very important. First of all, 
Many people sacrificed a lot to give you the right to vote, especially my daughters and sisters and mothers out there. So we should all exercise our right to vote. Secondly, this election is about the kind of Surrey we want. Do we want an open, transparent, accountable city hall that works fairly for everyone? Doesn't matter where you come from or where you live in Surrey. Do you want fairness? Do you want to have a council that's working to address the issues that really matter to you? Affordable housing, public transit, more buses, running later, running more often, building a sky train through Newton to uh, White Rock. Do you want a council that will invest in childcare and work with the provincial government to bring more investments in? Do you want a council that will not just build homes, but will build the infrastructure like recreation centers, uh, senior centers, childcare centers, an entertainment district? Uh, sports facilities, so that this becomes a place where we live, work, and play? And do you want a council that will attract, with its vision, new investment, including good-paying jobs into Surrey? If that's the Surrey you want, then you only have one choice. Vote Guinea Sims and the Surrey Forward team, and we are being endorsed by working people all over Surrey who are ready for a change and we are the only slate that has been endorsed by unions, both in the public and private sector. Ginny, thank you so much for your time. We really appreciate it. You take care. Thank you so much.